wherever it's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. It's a Monday night in Snohomish County, and that means it's time for Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. Tom Lafferty on this side, Steve Willett's over on the other side of the glass. I am over here. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. I've been uh, running around tonight. getting. Uh, we just did an interview we're going to play here in a few minutes that I just got back from, and we have some guests in studio tonight, so a lot happening, a lot of juggling going on right now, and uh, I'm still getting my notes kind of all spread out here as we talk, so this is interesting. Let me welcome our sponsors tonight. Let's, please do. Smoky Point Concrete, the Buzz-In Steakhouse, Chevrolet of Everett, the law office of Russell and Hill, and Screen Printing Northwest tonight. What's on your notes about who's on the show? Tonight? Well, let's see. First of all, we're going to talk a little football here in just a moment. We're going to cover the games that took place this weekend. We had two Wesco teams playing in the state quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. Some good news and some bad news, right? Yep. A loss and a win. So we'll talk about that here in just a moment. Uh, then coming up, we will talk to the team that won. Here we go. Surprise, surprise, right? Can you believe it? Lake Stevens football is no, going to the state semifinals. I know, right? I'm shocked. Third straight year for them. They've been to th- uh, two straight state championship games, trying to get back there for the third straight year. I was over at their practice earlier tonight, had a chance to catch up with Colton Madsen, their quarterback, who we had on the show last week, too. He's becoming a regular. Yeah. We'll talk to Colton. We'll talk to Tom Try, the head coach. And we'll talk to some of the guys in the trenches as well. We've got Mason Turner and we've got Bryce Lezak, who, uh, Talk to you right at the end of practice. So we'll uh, we'll have some nice conversations with them coming up. We'll talk about football, talk about what it meant to defeat Kennedy Catholic the other day. they got Kamiakin coming up this weekend. We'll also talk a little Thanksgiving with them because they're football guys. You know sure. they like to eat, right? Oh, yeah. So uh, we'll talk some Lake Stevens football coming up. And then the uh, second half of the show is going to be devoted to state champion swimming and diving. How about that? Nice. We had four different athletes locally here. From uh, from Wesco, who won state championships a couple, I guess it was just a little less than two weeks ago now, right? So it's a uh, times passed by a little bit. A couple of them have been on the show before. A couple of them have not. So we're going to talk to two returners on our show. We've got uh, Mary Clark, who is uh, sitting right in front of me. She's from Snohomish High School. She won the 100 freestyle a couple of weeks ago. She's give me give me a show of fingers. Two state championships now for you. Two state championships and a and a few thirds, right? Two thirds, so two two first, two seconds. So Mary's done okay for herself. She's a senior, so we'll have Mary on. We've got Claire Smith from Kamiak coming up. She won the four A uh, one hundred butterfly, and she is a two time state champion. So we'll talk to her, and then we've got a couple of juniors who are uh, sitting in front of me right now. I should have asked one of them for her last name pronunciation just to make sure I have it. But we've got Addie Farman, and we've got Sammy. Is it Manville? Did I get it right? Okay, I did get it right. So we've got a couple of juniors. Uh, Addie is a junior at Glacier Peak. Sammy, a junior at Archbishop Murphy. One of them won the 4A state championship. One of them won the 2A state championship. So the four of them are going to be on all together later on tonight. We'll have one nice big segment, talk about their accomplishments, uh, what it was like to participate down in Federal Way, their goals for the future. Uh, a lot of uh, decoration in terms of the four of them combined and what they've been able to accomplish during their high school careers. So that should be a lot of fun. And by the way, we're going to make two of them back-to-back Russell and Hill Student-Athletes of the Month. Uh, wow. Mary and Claire already have Student-Athletes of the Month from us from previous state championships. Addie and Sammy don't. So we're going to make them our Russell and Hill State Champion Student-Athletes of the Month for October and November together. How about that? We'll deck them out in style. 100%. 
Today's show brought to you by Kia of Everett, Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, Glass by Lund, and by Marysville Toyota. So let's take a look at the uh, scores from last week in high school football in the 4A quarterfinals. Lake Stevens beat Kennedy Catholic, as you mentioned, 44-21. It was not as close as the final score indicated. This was a blowout, 44-0 at the half, and the Lake starters never saw the field in the second half. Colton Matson, 15 of 18, 281 yards, four touchdowns all in one half. Keegan Howard and Paul Varela were our co-Marysville Toyota players of the game. Yeah, that's the Kennedy Catholic team that they beat 24-22 to in the state championship game yep. last year. So yep. thought maybe Kennedy would be fired up to try to get revenge. Uh-uh, Vikings put him away early. Like you said, 44 points all in the first half. Include Everything was going right. They even got a Hail Mary touchdown yeah. on the final play of the half. And, yeah, Lake Stevens looking very solid right now. As we mentioned, uh, they're, they're used to being in this uh, this territory. Nothing new to them, and they look like they're as strong as ever right now. And they will take on the Kamiakan Braves, who, like a baseball score, 8-6. to Kamiakan beat Mount Side. I saw that, and the, <laughs> I think they won their game prior to that, 36-35. So they, right. they win everything by one or two points. They've lost a few games this year. When they uh, they win, they when they score a lot, the other team scores a lot. When they score very little, so does the other team, but they're coming out on top. There's another close one. Eastlake beat Skyview 17-14, so a three-point win there. And the other 4A game, uh, Gonzaga Prep and uh, Graham Kapowson. Graham Kapowson got the win 20-14, to so some close games except for the Lake Stevens game where they blew everybody out. So, And let's take a look at now the 3A quarterfinals. And the one that we care the most about was the Bellevue Wolverines beat Arlington 35-17 on Saturday afternoon. Bellevue rolled up 354 yards rushing, and the Eagles had no answer for Bellevue's wing tee offense. Leighton Martin did go 22 of 42. 235 yards and two touchdowns, but it wasn't enough. Yeah, and Arlington scored the first touchdown. They went for two and got it, so 8 nothing yep. lead, and I thought, well, here we go. Maybe they're on their way to the semifinals. It was kind of all Bellevue after that, unfortunately, and that's a Bellevue team. We've talked about it before. Historically strong year after year. Arlington, again, uh, getting into an area where they haven't been for decades, Right. getting to that quarterfinal game, and uh, hats off to, to Coach Daler and to the guys over there. Undefeated regular season, one of their best seasons they've had in quite some time, and nothing uh, to be ashamed of. Ashamed of there, they got a home game in the quarterfinals, which you don't normally get. So a nice season all around for them. Unfortunately for them, it just ended a little earlier than maybe they would have liked. Yelm got the win over Mount Tahoma, twenty nine twelve. O'Day beat Garfield, forty five thirteen, and Eastside Catholic beat Kennewick, seventeen two seven. We'll run down the schedule for the weekend coming up here just a little bit. And then two A quarterfinals, Anacorta. How about those Anacorta Seahawks? Forty-two nothing over Ording. Yeah, it's been a while for them. Yeah. I don't know that they. Uh, obviously, we always talk about Linden up there and their run to the state championship. And this year, the two A team is Anacorta, so we'll and, be rooting for the Seahawks. And we've said it on our broadcast, but I don't think on this show. This is an Anacorta school program. They were playing JVs and sending their varsity kids to Mount Vernon. Five six years. Yeah, ago. I was going to say it wasn't that, that was no. during our duration when we were doing this show, and yes. we were kind of thinking, "What the heck happened to Anacortes?" Well, guess what? They they did it the right way. They built it up. They started, you know, taking on one of those schedules where they could kind of give the kids some incentive, knowing that maybe yep. that particular team wasn't going to go to a playoff. But you know what? They got their numbers up. They started building the program, and here they are in the semifinals. And 
With a good shot, by the way. They're a strong team. And you mentioned Linden. They lost to North Kitsap 34-28, so there will be a new 2A state champion. All the other defending champions are in the semifinals. But not the 2A. Not the 2A. Linden loses. It was Enumclaw over Highline 41-30, and Tumwater, Blank Clarkson, also 42 to nothing. I think Tumwater is going to win that 2A championship. They're awfully good. Yeah, they usually are. <laughs> yeah, they usually are. And Sid Otten's been gone a long time. Nooksack Valley in the 1A beat Linden Christian, so it took out Linden Christian 40-14. to It was Lakeside Nine Mile Falls over Freeman 24-20. to And Royal, they're the defending champion. They beat OMAC 49 to nothing. And the other 1A quarterfinal, Seton Catholic beat Kashmir 42-35. Seton Catholic is a team that beat Kings a week ago. Their quarterback is Jason Gesser's son. It is, and Jason Gesser is the offensive coordinator, too, yeah. the former Husky or Cougar quarterback from right. Washington State. Seton Catholic, who was the 12th seed in that tournament, they're still alive here in the Final Four. And then in 2B quarters, the winners were on Alaska, Northwest Christian, Okanagan, and Napa Vine. And in the 1A quarterfinals, in the 1B quarterfinals, excuse me, it was Mossy Rock over Elmira Cooley, Heartline 46 30. Wilbert Creston Keller beat Nacelle. 98 to 44. It's a basketball score. <laughs> I know it. Nia Bay got the win, as did uh, Liberty Bell, the defending champion, 76 to 14. And so they all play this weekend. I think it might have been a Liberty Bell. I'm not positive. One of them had a quarterback, quarterback who ran for over 400 yards. Uh, that might have been Liberty Bell. Yeah. Of yeah. course, when you get down to that eight man football, it's uh, <laughs> you see some numbers get put up, and sure, sure enough. By the way, before we go any further, I did want to give a shout-out. We just had volleyball wrap-up over the weekend, as yeah. did we have soccer. Right. A couple of interviews we did last week. Well, one, one last week, one a few weeks ago. Shortcrest Girls Soccer made it all the way to the state title game. They ended up losing. It's a team that barely made it in, or we weren't sure if they were going to what kind of a run they were going to go on. So congratulations to the Scots. We just had their head coach and uh, one of their players on last week. Linwood Volleyball uh, finished the year, I think, 23-1 and and took third place in 3A. Had their whole team on a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, North Creek, we'll give them a shout-out. They're right down the hill. We don't talk to them much, but made it to the state championship game in 4A in volleyball, and Lake Stevens uh, went to the semifinals. So nice job from some of our local teams there over the weekend. So football this weekend. Everybody now in the semifinals are playing on Saturday. We will have the game between Kamiakin and Lake Stevens, 1 o'clock from Lake Stevens High School on Saturday afternoon. The other semifinal will be Graham Kapowson, the number one seed, They'll host Eastlake at 1 o'clock, also down in Spanaway. And we'll give you the 3A as well. It's interesting. Bellevue will play O'Day at Memorial Stadium. Eastlake Catholic and Yelm will play in um, Spanaway on Saturday. So that's how the three A's will run down. A lot of good football coming up this weekend. There is. What do we have coming up next? Let's talk some more football. We're going to talk some more football. Lake Stevens football. Again, we've got their quarterback, their coach, a couple of their linemen, all coming up, all from an interview that we recorded just about an hour ago at practice over at Lake Stevens High School. We'll do that next. Prep Sports Weekly on KRKO. At Marysville Toyota, there's a better way to buy your next car. It's called One. One price, one person, one hour. Our best upfront price is clearly posted on every vehicle. It takes all the guesswork out. We'll work with you from start to finish. No awkward handoff, no finance office. One person will work with you the entire time. And once you've selected what vehicle you want and how you want to pay for it, we'll do everything possible to get you on the road and on your way home in one hour. To experience the power of One, go to MarysvilleToyota.com. That's MarysvilleToyota.com Justice is easy if you know what to do Call 800-LAW-0842 
the law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-842. Introducing Mangle in the Morning. KRKO's new morning show with Brian Mangle. So it turns out in this new survey that one in four homeowners are using their home surveillance system not so much for home security, but instead to spy on neighbors. Huh. Note to self, I need to build a taller fence. Morning 6 to 9 a.m. It's a great way to start your day with Brian Mangle on KRKO. For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund has been serving the greater Puget Sound area with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality, based on customer satisfaction. Glass by Lund is also a big supporter of the local community and has been a longtime sponsor of Westco High School Sports. So next time you're in need for a window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, tabletop glass, residential or commercial, why not call a place that has glass in their name? For the past 56 years, Glass by Lund is scheduled free estimate go to glassbylund.com game days are always better at Dave and Buster's in Lindwood at the Alderwood Mall. Why? More screen on their 40-foot wow wall. That's why. That's because more TV inches, more food and drinks, more space and more fun make the game we all know and love more special. So celebrate your team with your squad. Enjoy the games and the good times with an unbelievable lineup of beer options. Now that is on point. Add more ding, ding, ding to your game day with more food and more screen at David Buster's in Lindwood and online at davidbusters.com. Sports Weekly here on a Monday night. It is Thanksgiving weekend, and the Lake Stevens Vikings are continuing to practice. That's a good thing. If you're practicing the week of Thanksgiving, it means you've made it all the way to the state semifinals. Joining us right now, a guest we had on last week, and he's worth bringing back this week, the starting quarterback for Lake Stevens, Colton Madsen. And, Colton, i got to ask you right away, game last week, same team you beat in the championship last year, Kennedy Catholic. You've got to think there might be a little – sense of revenge on their minds and you, you guys just came out and pounded them early 44 points in the first half I, I, i've got to think that uh, i mean maybe you want to be humble about it but it's got to exceed your expectations what were you guys thinking going into that game and was it just something that was just kind of clicking from the very get-go um something that we kind of already prepared mentally was for i mean i think that we kind of bounced back from last year playing gk uh, freshman year, we, I know we lost to them, but like that get-back mentality last year when we played on the semis, we had that feeling of grit to ourselves, right? La- this this last Friday, playing Kennedy, we thought they were going to have that mentality coming in. We knew that it was going to be a tough matchup going in. We knew, I mean, that's a really good team. Kennedy's a really balanced, uh, well-executed, good athletes team, good coaching all, all the around. Um, we didn't expect it to be that big of a blowout, but nonetheless, I couldn't be more proud of my guys and my teammates for um, executing the way they did and the coaching plan that we led up going up to that match. You used the word balance. So you guys were certainly balanced the other night. Uh, 
Two weeks ago, you get it done on the ground with Jay Sean getting a lot of yards. Last week, you threw for almost 300 in the first half. And one of the more impressive stats that the Herald pointed out, I think you had a span of 12 consecutive passes in which you threw completions, and you threw them to six different receivers. Talk a little bit. You're already smiling as I'm asking you that, too. Talk about having that many weapons and knowing that in, in the biggest game of the year, you can go to a number of different guys, and you know that if you put the ball in their hands, they're going to make the play. It's great having that many weapons out here on the field. I mean, all these guys have either ran track or like multiple sport athletes. I mean, all these guys have the, the natural ability to like have the speed, have the strength, have the elusiveness to be great out here. And it's, it's, it's so great having these weapons out here so I can just spread it around all my guys and have it just equally balanced and ha knowing that um, every single one of these athletes can make the play for myself. I think one of the things that the Herald pointed out recently too in an article was that I don't think you had a receiver coming back this year that had double digits and catches last year. Obviously, a lot of the seniors last year were the playmakers. Now you've got guys out here with very little varsity experience coming into the season who are playing huge, significant roles as you guys go into the state semifinals. Was there any doubt in your mind? I mean, obviously, you've known these guys for quite some time. Did you know what they were made out of and what they could accomplish going into the season? Uh, I mean, leading up to this season, and I mean, I've been growing up with these guys and, you know, creating bonds with them, especially and knowing knowing their tendencies and knowing how good of an athlete they really are on the field was just great for me to have and already knowing a little bit of last year. I know they were backups for senior, most seniors last year, seniors left, and we knew that they had to step, yeah, like step up to the spot and be a weapon for all of us in our offense because we knew that the pass game was going to be heavy this year with Jaden leaving. Nonetheless, Jay Sean running the running the ball. I mean, you know, he was hurt for a little bit, but the passing game we knew that was going to need to be there for most of the season this season. When you look at your receivers, does each one bring a little something different to the table? Yeah, I mean, Boogie. I mean, outside receiver, my outside, uh, my ball hawk in the air. I mean, guy has great vert. He's tall. He's lengthy. He, I, I know I can throw it up for him and he can go make the play. Um, Paul Varela, Gabe Kalani, I mean, those guys are just Gabe's blocking. I mean, his route running is Chris. Paul's speed and elusiveness and his quickness and his route running tree is crazy. Uh, Keegan and Jackson, both great athletes when it comes to blocking, too, and also getting open and having that physical aspect to them running routes. Route running is very nice to have. And then not last but not least, um, my Zs out there, Stephen Lee and Jesse, Jackson, uh, Jesse Lewis, um, both at, uh, both track guys, uh, both really quick and elusive guys. Um, I know that they can get it done on the speed side, and they can go make plays happen for me when I need them most. So. Tell me, tell me about the last play of the half the other night, the the hail mary play, just like you guys drew it up, right? Yeah. Um, oh shoot, I don't even talk about that. Uh, I know I needed to buy a little bit of time. I looked to the sideline and I looked at their little umbrella look they were doing their prevent and. I know how to make something happen. Um, I didn't know I was going to plan out like that. I made a little bit of guys miss in the backfield, had to buy some time. knew that I maybe got to take a shot, but didn't take a shot. Threw it down. Boogie high-pointed it. Uh, dislocated his finger for a second, but uh, accidentally um, tipped it back up to Paul Varela, and Paul was just standing in the end zone. I mean, could have been better played, you know. Could have could have turned out for the better, so I couldn't be more proud of those guys. Yeah, definitely made the highlight reel. And the atmosphere around here, and you and I were talking about it before we started the interview a minute ago. In years past, the semifinals used to be at a neutral site. I think in some cases, a lot of players like that because you get to go experience something different, but you guys kind of have something special here at Lake Stevens. Knowing that you get the game here on Saturday at 1 o'clock against Kamiakin, how important is that for you as a player here, as a student here at the school? 
it's it's unbelievable it's crazy i mean growing up and watching watching friday night light games and just watching the community get so turned during these football games it was crazy experience for me as a kid you know growing up now playing in these atmospheres is even more crazy and actually realizing how many like people are here to support us the community the fans the families that come around all over the state and come and watch their own sons and daughters play in this game is just, it's 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 um it's unbelievable to think about. I mean, I love our community. I love the families. I love the coaches. I love everything. You uh, you're a junior. Your your freshman year, you make it all the way to the state championship as a starter. You lose that game as a sophomore last year. You win the state championship. You've got more experience in in playoff football than most people would have in a lifetime. Most units would have in a lifetime for you as only a junior playing in i didn't do the math but it's got to be what your 10th or 11th game already in the playoffs how beneficial is that for you this time of year when you start to get ready for these big games very beneficial um i i kind of have a feeling of what like the feeling is going to be during the games and before the games those those goosebumps and jitters especially at home knowing the community is going to be here um but already having that feeling to me where i've already been in a situation all like especially in state championship games where as a quarterback you know the pressure is all on you um but having that feeling is it's already kind of calmed me down and i already have that notice of how it's going to be like during an actual game you referenced this during the uh, the article in the interview when you did with the herald after the game the other night so i'll go ahead and ask you about it you mentioned that the goal is to get to husky stadium it's changed up a little bit this year in the years past we were going down further south to play that championship game Kind of a special uh, op opportunity for you guys. If you get to the state championship game, you get to play under the big lights, 70,000-seat stadium there. You haven't had a chance to do that before. How, how much motivation is that for you guys? Uh, that's that's our number one goal. We hit the reset button. We heard that it was going to be a Husky Stadium this year, not not Sahoma with the conditions. But um, playing at Husky Stadium is crazy. I mean, that's that's uh, that's actual privilege. Uh, we just got to keep on working, keep our heads down. Uh, next next game mentality. We got Kamaik in this week, so we got to keep our heads down, get this game first, and then hopefully we can get back there. You've been watching a lot of film on Kamaik, and what do you see from them? It's a team you're really not that familiar with, I would imagine. Yeah, not a team that we're not really familiar with. I mean, we played them during our team camp in Eastern. Uh, we knew we knew a little bit of their tendencies. Um, there's been some riffraff on how this this guy got hurt, and you know that guy got hurt. I don't really like to think about that stuff because I just need to focus on me. We got to focus on each other. Um, but again, a team that we haven't played, we know a couple of tendencies they like to run. We have a good game plan going for them. Um, it's going to be a good game nonetheless. Yeah, looking forward to it. One o'clock on Saturday. I do want to have a little fun with you before we leave too. Thanksgiving on Thursday. Do you do anything different in terms of the, what you eat getting ready for a championship game? You've been down this path before. It's your third Thanksgiving going into a state championship game. How do you treat Thanksgiving differently maybe? Or do you just eat all the turkey you want and just know that you'll be ready to go in two days? Um, I'm much on it. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't really like to set my stomach that much before a game, but I'm still going to eat nonetheless. Maybe some, a lot of turkey, a lot of ham, a lot of stuffing. I love stuffing. So it's going to be it's going to be good. I love having a Thanksgiving game before a game. Yeah, load up on the food on Thanksgiving Day, and then Saturday, semifinal game, 1 o'clock here. Colton Madsen, always a pleasure. Thanks for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. We go from the quarterback to the head coach. Joining us right now for Lake Stevens, Tom Try. Tom, your third consecutive year getting to the state semifinals, trying to get back to your third straight state championship game. And, boy, uh, you took care of business early on Friday night there, 44 points in the first half against a team that you played in the state championship the year before. Uh, I guess it's an understatement to say you had to feel good with the way things turned out there in the first 24 minutes of the game. What was the game plan, and how did you guys execute it so well? 
Well, we, we had a really good feel for what Kennedy was going to do offensively all year long. They have a new coach, new staff, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so they've been a wing T team first and then a spread team second, and they've been running both, and they've done a really good job of kind of interchanging without even having to uh, bring a guy on or off the field. Uh, that being said, we did notice that they had some really strong tendencies uh, based on where guys were lined up. So on the wing T, you've got slot T near, slot T far, wing T right, over T. So they have some different offensive formations than wing T. And they had some really strong tendencies based on where they're tied in and where their backs were lined up. And our coaching staff, uh, under the leadership of Coach Dinwiddie, did a tremendous job of scouting them and understanding that when guys were in certain spots, these are the plays they ran. And I think our defense did a tremendous job, uh, starting with Dinwiddie, but really our, our 11 guys out on the field executed the game plan really well. I don't think they had a first down until the fourth quarter, so that should tell you how dominant our defense played. Uh, offensively, a little bit different. Uh, we, we knew that they had the same D coordinator as last year's championship team uh, that they had in the, in the state championship. And, and so we started watching our film from last year and then we noticed that in the last three games from this year that when we lined up in certain formations on the offensive side of the ball whether it was three by one two by two whether we squeeze it down or widen them out and spread them out that they had certain tendencies and certain blitzes that they did versus different offensive formations and for the most part uh, those tendencies remain true in our game and so we had a pretty good feel for thinking that they were going to do this, and so we counterpunched with some plays that we had that we might might get them when they were in that blitz or that coverage or or that front, and really that that was the that was the game plan, and our kids just went out and did a really good job of executing it. Fair to say that your uh, your best game of the season. Obviously, you guys have had so many high points in the season, but to go out there and do what you did, we always talk about how you want to be playing your best football this time of year. Is it safe to say that coming off that game, you might be doing that right now? You know, we, yes, <laughs> it was safe to say that. Our, our special teams, we had two or three, or we had two long punt returns that set up touchdowns. We had a long kick return that shut up a, sort, a short field for us to score. Uh, the field position is huge in the playoffs. And so that's been a big emphasis of practice the last few weeks. And our specials have, have done a really good job of keeping the defense deep. Uh, you know, when we're on defense, them having a long field to go on and then really shortening the field when we were on offense. And so I, I couldn't be more proud of, of the way our defense executed, the way our offense, offense finished, and the way our special teams set us up to be successful on both sides of the ball. So you go from playing a team that you played in the state championship game last year to a team that, and I haven't gone back and looked through the history, but I'm guessing that it's been a while since you've seen Kamiakin, if ever. Uh, tell me a little bit about what you're seeing from them as you prepare for the semifinal game. Yeah, you know, we haven't played Kamaikin, at least in the 25 years that I've been around. Uh, it's been a long time for sure, if, if ever. Uh, very good, well-coached team, really balanced on offense. They have some offensive linemen, I think three guys that were all league in their league, in their conference. Uh, they have an all-league running back, number three, who runs the ball. He's really balanced. Uh, he runs the ball between the tackles, but he's not. He's quick enough and elusive enough to bounce it outside and make guys miss. Uh, their quarterback can scramble. He's got pretty good feet. 
he throws the ball pretty well. Uh, they have an all-league receiver, number two, that they throw the ball to. I think he's got 30 or 40 or catches this year. Uh, but they also have some other uh, interchangeable parts with some of their other receivers. And so they just do a really good job of mixing it up on, on the offensive side of the ball and keeping defenses guessing. And then on defense, uh, they are, I don't know how to describe it, they, they are not a set defense. They, they will show a 3-3, three, three, they'll show a 3-2, a 5-2, a 6-1, uh, a 4-2. Their coverages mainly cover four and man, but they're just, they, they do a really good job of running to the ball, getting off blocks and making plays and not giving up the big one over the top. And I think that's why, primarily why they're in the state semifinals. It sounds like you just described a chess game almost as much as you just described a football game that's coming up on Saturday. It really is. Uh, as you get a little bit farther in the playoffs, it becomes where are the mismatches? Where do we have guys outnumbered? How can we disguise what we're doing on both sides of the ball? It's uh, it's a big part of it. Players got to play for sure, but coaches want to set our pieces up in the right position to go be successful. And, that, and there's that chess match for sure. Tom Lafferty, my co-host, always likes to kind of joke that if you're playing at Thanksgiving, that means you've accomplished something and it's a good place to be in. But there is a holiday that is in between these two games. You guys have experienced it a couple of times now, especially these guys that are you know juniors and seniors here. Perhaps a team that you're playing has not. Is it something you kind of have to manage against? Do you have to kind of tell the guys? We, we jokingly ask, you know, what are you having for, for dinner that night or what's your favorite food? But do you have to kind of talk to them a little bit about, hey, I know it's a holiday on Thursday, but 36 hours later, it's one of the biggest games of your life? <laughs> so three years ago, uh, we, we do a scouting report every every week, right? And, and so we always write in the scouting report when our practices are going to be for the weekend. And so obviously Thanksgiving weekend, uh, Wednesday we get out of school early, so our practice a little bit earlier. And then Thursday is Thanksgiving itself, so we practice in the mornings. And then Friday is an afternoon or evening practice so that if families do decide to go somewhere on Thanksgiving, they have time to come back for practice. But anyways, point being that three years ago when we told them that we had practice on Thursday, kids were like in discipline. You mean on, it's Thanksgiving, <laughs> coach? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but we play on Saturday, so we're practicing. Uh, it's funny you bring that up or that question because I literally just have had three kids today come and say, hey, what time's practice on Thanksgiving? They already know that we're practicing. <laughs> they already have that expectation, and they're excited about it. And, and, and we, we, we mix it up a little bit on, the, on Thanksgiving practice. We have a little bit of fun. Uh, we have guys stand up and talk about what they're thankful for. And when we, we kind of blend it in about – the history of Thanksgiving, but we also got to go and be ready to play. And so our kids are just kind of used to it now, I guess. So we're, uh, I guess we're lucky in that, that we've built that tradition and it's just part of our, our yearly process now. And I guess they've all seen, they've all kind of reaped the rewards of practicing on Thanksgiving over the last two years, right? They've won that semifinal game two years in a row. Kind of helps in the sales pitch, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> With the families for sure, right? right? The moms and the dads, they're, they're much happier that we're winning and making, <laughs> taking that time away that they might be able to spend some family time with them but uh no they, they, they love it the, the parents do a great job of supporting it uh we'll have a team dinner on friday after our friday practice i'm sure it'll be probably some type of thanksgiving leftovers or whatever it might be but hey just we're just honored to, to be one of those final four teams and get a practice on thanksgiving we, we want to make it a big deal because it's a special deal for sure i was asking colton about this a few minutes ago you've been around long enough to to know what i'm talking about but there once was a time the semifinals were on neutral sites or you'd go down to the Tacoma Dome or you'd go somewhere else get to play those games at home now too you guys had 
the Seahawks here last week for crying out loud. You had Blitz here. The Seagulls were here. I mean, Chris Egan and King Five the week before. Kind of nice what the uh, the culture is around here and what you guys have kind of created and that you get to play here one more time. Absolutely. You know, it, those are wonderful events, and we're super happy to, to host King Five and Chris Egan and, and the Seahawks dancers and the Blue Thunder or the Drumline or whatever and the, the, the mascot and everyone was here. But they really are kind of distractions. Mm-hmm. We talk about, hey, if you want – to see King Five and Chris Egan and the Seahawks more, then we got to go execute on the field. We have to kind of ignore that they're a distraction and go play well because then they'll keep coming back. And so we try to sell it that way. It's, hey, it's an honor that they're there, but if you want them again, keep doing what we're doing and, and dial in and do your job and execute for four quarters and whatever we're feeding them, they're, they're, they're eating because uh, we've had a lot of success with that. Okay, final question, a little fun question for Coach Tom Try. Favorite thing to eat at Thanksgiving? Boring answer, but I love turkey gravy. Nothing boring, but nothing wrong with that. Turkey <laughs> gravy, mashed potatoes. I, I'm a, one of the traditionalists. I, I could eat turkey. I, I know a lot of people just eat turkey during Thanksgiving, but I could eat it at least once a week. I love I love the turkey gravy concept. Uh, mashed potatoes on the side, throw in some, some vegetables and some uh, rolls and some butter and get a little fatter and, and love life. Absolutely. I'm, I'm guessing the girls are coming home from college. You'll get a chance to have a nice family dinner, and then you get ready for football on Saturday. We are doing our Thanksgiving on Wednesday night uh, because my family, my extended family, is down in Yelm. And for the past three years, I've missed the Yelm Thanksgiving because we practice on that day and I can't Ah. drive down there and drive back and be ready and do everything. And so we started our own little tradition where we uh, have Thanksgiving on Wednesday night with just the immediate family at home. And both girls are coming home from Western tomorrow night. I'm super excited to see them. Uh, And and then they'll go down Thursday morning to uh, the bigger Thanksgiving feast. with the, the rest of the family down in Yelm. It sounds like a win-win. You get to still have your Thanksgiving. You still get to get ready for football. You're still playing another semifinal for Tom Try and the Lake Stevens Vikings. Coach, always enjoy your time. Thank you, and best wishes on Saturday. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach Tom Try, and we continue talking Lake Stevens football. We've got a couple of the guys who are playing crucial roles in the team's success this year. Let's have them introduce themselves and what positions they play on both sides of the ball. Uh, Mason Turner, class of 2024. I'm a middle linebacker and a right tackle. I'm um, Bryce Lezak. I'm also a senior, and I play left tackle and defensive tackle. So we got the two tackles out here. 44 points for the offense the other night. We just talked to QB1 a few minutes ago. What was it like for you guys out there against Kennedy Catholic? You knew this team wanted revenge. You knew they were hungry for you guys. And, and Mason, you got it done. We were hungrier than them. We, um, I mean, we really felt like last year was a little bit of a joke during the state championship. We feel like we should have really put a beating on them, and we didn't. But this year we came out and really was ready for them. Now, Bryce, what about you? As far as getting ready for a team like Kennedy Catholic, you know they're going to be tough. Coach just mentioned a few moments ago, same defensive coordinator from last year, so you kind of knew that you'd see some of the things that maybe you saw in the championship game, and yet you guys went out there and just took care of business. Yeah, so I think one of the first things I heard after the game was when we heard that we were going to play Kennedy was, oh, they're going to be like really motivated to beat us. And that's when it kind of clicked in some of our heads is there's always a more vicious dog. There's always a more hungry dog. And I think – that kind of helped us in our preparation and especially the coaches, you know, it's all for the coaches and the, and the scout team to getting us ready with the uh, looking at the schemes that they had from last year and what worked well for us, what didn't work well. So we knew what to stay away from and what to attack. 
You guys lost the state championship game two years ago. You win it, and that had to kind of motivate you all of last year. You win it this past season. Where do you keep finding the motivation to come from in a year like this, knowing that you've already kind of been to the top of the mountain? Is it harder to get up for big games now? No, just the same. I mean, being a sophomore and a junior, it was really the seniors that motivated us. Just getting there and then finally being a senior, it's just all all that much for us again, too. So when you have that senior that comes after your name now, do you find that is more, does it bring something more out from you knowing that, hey, it's my turn now. I took the lead from those guys before. Now it's my turn to kind of go in and this is my season. Yeah, I feel the need. I feel the need to really represent what uh, what they really meant to me and uh, making sure that I don't let them down. You know, Bryce, for you guys, we just talked about the 44 points on offense. I'm thinking you guys kind of like that zero that you put up there on defense last week, too, against Kennedy Catholic. I think they only had 10 yards of offense in the first half and didn't have a first down until the fourth quarter. How much pride do you guys take on that side of the ball? Because we're always talking about the offense and, of course, the receivers and Colton and everybody and Jay Sean kind of get a lot of the attention. But you guys want to put some numbers up on the defensive side, too, don't you? Yeah, I mean, it's no secret that defense wins championships last year. You know, it was when we won the state championship, it wasn't a great offensive performance from either team it was the defenses that really outshined everything and I think at practice you know pre-game and then especially post-game it's that sense of having a strength in your defense like you know great people in the box you Keegan Howard Jackson Lewis obviously Mason the D-line you have Esteban Gage Bryce Waxham me it's just everybody on the team when they rally together on the defense you know we're we're unstoppable and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself but I think having Having a strong defense is the way we can win the championship again, and everyone on the team, you know, it's the best feeling seeing a zero on the scoreboard. So Bryce just talked about some of the front seven. Mason, you want to give a shout-out to the guys that play behind you a little bit too? Oh, man, without them, we wouldn't win anything because uh, these guys really got that deep ball. We got Paul Varela, Gabe Kalani, and Boogie Brown over there at uh, safeties really locking it down. Jesse Lewis and Paul Varela, like I said, at the corners. And uh, Stephen Lee at Sam. That dude is making knife tackle after knife tackle. It's so beautiful. It's like art. You guys get to play back here. We're standing right now in the middle of the stadium here, and nobody's around. You guys just finished our practice. Looking around here, you see that scoreboard. You see those bleachers in the grandstands. One final time to play here. What does it mean for you guys to get a chance to play here again on Saturday and to come out here and to try to do something special again? Uh, I mean, for me personally, it means everything. You know, I came here in second grade, started playing football in sixth grade, and all I've known is the Lake Stevens culture. And just looking at the field and thinking about how, you know, this could be my last week, next week could be my last week ever, you know, touching this field as a football player kind of makes me a little bit emotional just because of that sense of that sense of connection I have to everybody that wears these shoulder pads on this team everybody you know this field the stands the the crowd everything's just it's I'm gonna miss it but you know the job's not done Mason I mean he, he put it so eloquently but what are your thoughts when you look out here at the stadium knowing you got one more go around here on Saturday Man, it brings back the memories from even being in youth ball, standing up in the stands, looking at these guys, idling them, just wanting to be like them, and just being down here. Finally living out that dream is just something so surreal you just can't get over. And it being the last time I'm here, it's, it's crazy to think about, but, you know, we got a ball out. Is that the secret to a lot of the success of Lake Stevens, knowing that when you're like eight or nine years old, you come out here and you start to envision what you want it to be when you're in high school and then going out and getting that chance to achieve it? Yeah, man, you're up there and you look at your position, you see who's playing it, you do the research on who it is and you look at their stats and you just want to be exactly like them. You want, you want to be that big hitter on defense. You want to be that ball catcher on offense scoring all the touchdowns. Okay, quickly, tell me about Bryce. Give me a couple sentences. What kind of a teammate, what kind of a player? <laughs> he's a he's a great friend. He really is, and uh, he really puts you in front of himself. And uh, he's 
he's a hard worker too. That dude, he I push him, he pushes me, and we both get each other better. Bryce, tell me about Mason. Uh, Mason's been one of my best buddies since sixth grade. I know I was the left tackle. He was the quarterback, believe it or not. Kind of crazy. Uh, you know, and I've known him for a while. He's just, he's a great, he's a great friend, great buddy. You know, everything from working construction together, birthday parties, you know, and then me pass blocking for him. But I think now it's, if you would have told me that we would be playing tackle on opposite sides of the line our senior year, I would have told you you're crazy. But he's, he's a great and amazing player. And I guess I can't let this slip through the cracks. Colton was talking a little while ago about some of the offensive weapons. You guys already gave me a rundown on the defense. You guys are the two tackles. Give me the other guys on the line. So start from left tackle, go to right tackle. It's Bryce Slezak, Ashton Cash, uh, Chase Ingram, and Luke Baird, both playing center. Um, it was Navir. He, he unfortunately got hurt, but um, replacing him was Will Lynch, who's doing a fantastic job, and then me at right tackle. Tight-knit group? Oh, of course. You know, that's one of our big things is bonding in the offseason. And the, the amount of times we've spent at, you know, having dinner, carving pumpkins, doing things at people's houses is insane. You know, just going out to restaurants together, I think that's one of the things that sets us apart from other groups is we all take the time to bond with each other. Not just one person, everybody bonds. Yeah, it seems to be working. They're getting it done on the field again. They've been to the state championship back-to-back -back years, trying to get back this year at Husky Stadium too, guys. How exciting would that be? Dude, it's about time. Being there two years past Mount Tahoma, man, that's – oh, my gosh. It's not quite the same, is it? No, man. I mean, I went there – I went to UW recently, and it's just a different environment than Mount Tahoma for sure. I mean, a big stands at Mount Tahoma, but UW, it's a whole nother level. Bryce, you guys using that as motivation? Yeah, I mean, I think every senior, and even some of the coaches were talking about it, but every senior thinks that, you know, there would be no better way than to cap off your high school career playing at UW Stadium. Okay, final question for you guys. Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. Favorite thing to eat on Thanksgiving? And do you change the way you eat when you got a game two days later? No. <laughs> you got to go all out for Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, probably some mac and cheese with some breadcrumbs on top baked in the oven. Okay, nice oh, job, God. nice job, Mason. So Have a price. What do you got? I'm going to copy off of that. Rachel Slezak's mac and cheese. <laughs> okay. Delicious. Everyone on the team loves it, but some smoked turkey, gravy, mashed potatoes. The, the best, the best. Home-cooked meals. Does, does mom make enough for the rest of the guys on the team, too? You, you mentioned it's the favorite on the team. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we do team dinners, and everybody every week's coming up to me. It's like, hey, Bryce, is your mom making mac and cheese? It's it's the best. Some someone You guys are going to have to try it sometime. There we go. So Rachel might need to bring us some mac and cheese. Maybe we can do that after you guys win the state title in two weeks. What do you think? <laughs> I'm there. I'll, I got the mac and cheese at your front door. Okay, Rachel, if you're listening, we will try to hold you to that. First and foremost, though, these guys got some business to take care of. Practice this week, Thanksgiving on Thursday. Semi-final game, 1 o'clock, right here at Lake Stevens High School against Kamiakin on Saturday. Bryce, Mason, thank you guys for your time and best wishes to you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. There we go. Talking some Lake Stevens football. What's up next? We're going to talk some. By the way, I think we might have had the Slezak uh, mac and cheese conversation before. We had but the we haven't we haven't had any yet, though, have we? We haven't had. Well, we told them if they win the state championship, we need some. So, and Bryce yes. said he's going to hold his mom to it. So, Rachel, if you're out there, we're not kidding. We uh, we got a couple of eaters here. You and I, we we oh. could be offensive linemen. Oh, you kidding? Well, we're we're too slow. But speaking of slow, four people who aren't slow. Yeah. Four young ladies in front of me here. They're look, uh, look at what you did there. A lot of st yeah. Look what I did. It's like I've never done that, huh? Four state champions coming up next. We've got two divers, two swimmers, all from Snohomish County, all won state titles down in Federal Way less than two weeks ago. And we'll 
Talk about it next. Prep Sports Weekly on KRKO. Kia of Everett, the home of simple, easy, fun car buying. Buying a new car should be fun and quick. We understand our customers' most valuable asset is their time. We have one of the largest new car inventories in the Northwest, and with our pricing made simple guarantee, we never lose deals over price. Whether you experience simple, easy, fun in person or online at kiaofeverett.com, you will see the smiles, feel the energy, discover the excitement, so you know you picked the right place. Kia of Everett, your simple, easy, fun dealer. Chuck Van Howling from Legacy West Insurance with Allstate is here to save the day and your hard-earned cash. And whether it's your trusty four wheels or your cozy abode, Chuck's team has the magic touch to make sure you're covered when life throws you a curveball. With Legacy West Insurance and Allstate, you can say goodbye to insurance confusion and hello to peace of mind. You're in good hands with Legacy West and Allstate on 112th Street in Everett and on Facebook. KRKO. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. The holiday season is about connections, family, friends, community. Smoky Point Concrete and Skagit Ready Mix are proud to be a part of this community during the holidays and all year long. So whether you're staying cozy on the patio or around the fire pit or enjoying a warm night indoors, Smoky Point Concrete is happy to be a part of your experiences. Concrete, sealants, aggregates, and more building communities. Happy holidays from Smoky Point Concrete online at SmokyPointConcrete.com. Prep Sports Weekly continues here on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Let's talk about some champions. Huh? Some four state champions, and some of them are multiple champions, I might add, too. We've got two swimmers, two divers, four champions, four different schools, all Snohomish County, all represented their schools very well. Let's go ahead and, you know what, let's have a little fun here. We're going to have them introduce themselves. I'm going to point at them. We'll go from left to right. Give us your name, what year you are in school, junior or senior, and what event you won your state championship? And what at? school you're from? And what school you're from too? Yeah. So your name, lot, lot to take in here. <laughs> name, what school you're from? Your year in school, and what event you won a state championship? And we'll start right here with this young lady. Hi, everybody. Um, my name is Mary Clark. I'm a senior at Snohomish High School, and I won state in the hundred yard freestyle this year. Hello, my name is Claire. I'm a senior at Kamiak High School, and I won state in the 100 fly. Yeah, that's Claire Smith, by the way, right? So Mary Clark, Claire Smith. Hi, I'm Sammy Mandeville, and I go to Archbishop Murphy. I'm in 11th grade, and I won diving this year at state. Um, I'm Addie Farman. I go to Glacier Peak High School, and I'm a junior, and I also won one-meter diving. A lot of cool storylines here, too, Tom and Kate, in terms of what they've done in the past. The seniors have both won state championships prior. They've had some very close competitions. The the two young ladies that we heard from just a moment ago, the last two, are divers. They're both juniors, and I guess they've known each other since kindergarten. Maybe we'll start there. That's kind of fun. 
So Addie, who, by the way, wants to get into sports journalism, so we're hoping that this is like just her stepping stone right here into the uh, the beautiful world that is. Uh, yeah, she needs be- to find some journalists. Though, uh, yeah, right. She, yeah, she's yeah, she's not going to learn much from us other than learn how not to do it. But yeah. she gets to hang out with us. Addie, how long have you and Sammy known one another? Um, I I would say about kindergarten, and we've just been really good friends ever since we went to elementary school together. We're just really good friends. And both of their moms are here too. So we got a little intel a minute ago, Sammy. Uh, swimming lessons together too is that what I heard yes we did swimming lessons together and then through like I don't know like first grade through like fifth grade we did gymnastics not together but at the same time so we kind of bonded over that how much does gymnastics help you in terms of diving we've had other divers in here before that have had gymnastics backgrounds I think Kelsey Bassett who ended up winning a title for Archbishop Murphy and she came from a gymnastics background how much of that Addie do you find yourself applying to the diving nowadays um, I would say it's mostly just like with air awareness that really helps, but there's so many habits that are so different from diving to gymnastics that it you have to break so many for diving. And so it correlates with this, like the fact of air awareness and knowing where you are and like flips and twists, but not with the fact of going up. And Sammy, correct me if I'm wrong here. So the two of you both dove on the same day. I think Thursday were the finals this year, right? So a couple of days before the other, the main events on Friday and Saturday, you had a chance to watch Addie perform, correct? No, I Oh, you did not. It was the other way around, wasn't it? Yes. So you were in school, so you didn't get a chance to watch Addie because Addie was 4A, you're 2A. So I guess I should ask Addie first. So you had a chance to watch Sammy perform. Yeah. So what was that like? You'd already won your title at that point, correct? Yes, I, I won probably three hours previous. Mm-hmm. And I just really, I really wanted to be able to help as much as I can since we do everything with Dive together. So it was really fun to be able to just like, um, just kind of help her through her meet and get her less stressed, kind of be a little more carefree, have a little more fun. And you're cl- you're on the same club team too, right? Yes. So you go to practice every day and everything yeah. together and whatnot. Sammy, does that help? I mean, obviously diving is one of those sports where you're kind of always watching and trying to make sure you're, you know, everything's tucked in just right and you're hitting the water just at a perfect angle. And can you kind of pick up on things when you're watching other divers and maybe give them some feedback from time to time when it's a friend and say, hey, I just saw you do this. Did you know you did that? Or are you able to kind of give each other advice along the way? I mean, definitely. Addie's been doing dive for a bit longer than me. And, like, she's also done a lot with, like, competing, especially in club and, like, nationals and stuff. So going into state and having her there was really helpful because, like, she got me in a really great headspace. And I do, like, owe a lot of that to her because it was, it was really fun. It was a good time. Oh, very nice. And then so diving was on Thursday at the event. And then Friday and Saturday, Mary, is that correct, kind of the, the, main, the main events for swimming? Is that right? Yes, yeah. So for us, Friday was prelims, and then Saturday was finals. Now, you were telling me earlier you had a swimmer for, or a diver from Snohomish, right? What, give, me, give us a name. Yes, um, Bella Davis. This was her first year diving, and she made it to state. So that was just really, really awesome. So consequently, did the entire Snohomish team go down and kind of support her? So? We did, yeah. So we ended up driving down on Wednesday night, uh, got to watch her. Like she practiced, and then we went to dinner, and then we watched her on Thursday afternoonish, and that was really fun for us. Do you stay down there in Federal Way at that point, or do you go back to Snohomish? Because that's a long few days, then, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so normally we go down there like on Thursday, and then we stay till Saturday finals. Um, but this year we were over there just the day earlier on Wednesday, so we were there for like four days, which it- you know it's fun. But we get to stay in a hotel with um, like teammates together, so always a blast is it kind of do you get kind of antsy knowing that hey i mean i'm trying to win a state championship here and i've got a lot of free time on my hands and i'm yes <laughs> it was nicer this year being in the morning session because i had less time to like sit around all day and stress about swimming you know in the evening um but like definitely on wednesday and thursday like all i could think about was like 
starting to swim. Well, so. and you, you told me earlier, too, what did you guys do as a team on Friday? Um, we saw the Taylor Swift Eras Tour movie after <laughs> prelims. That was a very great special lever. So. so between prelims and winning a state title the next next day, Taylor Swift, that's the way to go, the, mm -hmm. the movie. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. And, and Claire, now you also, not, not a stranger to the state, uh, three years in a row, is that correct? You've been down there? Uh, yes, three years. So does it get easier after being down there a couple of, like your sophomore and junior years, as far as getting ready for it? Uh, same same uh, goosebumps, the same nerves, everything else, or is it a little different once you become a senior? Um, I feel like this year was a lot more pressure. Uh, more, okay. Being senior year, I, uh, I felt a lot more pressure just to perform well for like a grand like closing you know well and you and mary have similar stories here too because and, and mary i know yours they they refer to it in the herald as the redemption race right so you won the 100 freestyle state championship how did you do your sophomore and junior years in that event so sophomore year we went into prelims after prelims i went into finals first seed and then out of nowhere came Tierney Lenahan. She has since moved to Chicago, but she outtouched me by, I think it was 0.04. Four hundredths of a second. Yes, okay. Yes. And, and then, it gets worse, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> and then junior year, it was Grayson Kehoe, who I also raced this year, and she's one of my club teammates. She's amazing. Um, she outtouched me, I want to say it was by like a few tenths um, in the same event. And so this year... Um, I, I feel like I got redemption in, like, the best way possible because it could not have been any closer, you know, um, 0.01 between the two of us, um, and that was just that Where, was, like, where's she from? crazy to see. Where's she from? She's from Mercer Island. And, oh, oh. by the way, she, she beat you in an event earlier in the day, right? So you took second in another event. Yes, that was a two free. Um, I took second by about two tenths, so it was still pretty close, but that was a really good race. I definitely could not have done that without her. So, so. You're, you're talking about the freestyle. You take second your sophomore year, second your junior year. You race on your senior year here just about a week and a half ago. Earlier in the day, you, you race in an event, the 200 free, and you take second again. Are you feeling pressure for the – I mean, I'll, and we should point out, too, you did have another – you won the 50 – was it the 50 free two years ago? Yeah, 50 free so sophomore year. You had won a state championship, but the one you kind of wanted, you hadn't gotten – are you thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do this again? Or were you – because you only won by one, one hundredth of a yes. second. I think it all just came down to, like, remembering just, like, you know, that – that I could, I could do it. Like, why would I, you know, count myself out? Um, and so I just remembered all the, all the things that my coaches have told me, and I was like, now it's just time to race. And obviously, I was pretty nervous, but it was kind of, it was kind of nice. Like, I was way more nervous before the two hundred freestyle. Um, so kind of having a race before the hundred honestly helped because then I didn't have like the nerves of that being my first race. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice. And that the look on your face. There's a picture in the Herald. Were you uh, were you just in total shock, or you were just was that a look of relief? Your mouth is wide open in the photo. Um, I think it's like a look of relief and just excitement because I looked up at the board and I saw one, so like next to my time. And at first, I'm like, "Yes, I did it!" You know, like I got the first place. Like that was really just like my goal, no matter what the time was. And then I looked at the times, and I saw Grayson and me that were .01 apart, and I was like, "There's no way!" Like <laughs> I literally was just in shock about that too, and um. It was a really, really cool moment just because that was such a big goal. Yeah, so. you got her. And then, Claire, for you, now, state championship in 2021, correct? Correct, yeah. So you won. And then last year you had a couple uh, – what were your places last year? I got third and third. Third and third. The, uh, 100 fly and 100 back. So when you win your sophomore year, is there kind of that mindset of, well, I'm probably going to win this my junior and senior year? Or do you know that there's enough good swimmers out there to where it's not going to necessarily be easy for me? I mean – did it mean a little more to you your senior year, knowing that there was that time in your junior year where you didn't quite get to the very top of the podium? Or 
Um, well, I kind of knew my uh, sophomore year when I won that it was a uh, – I was just really lucky because there weren't – I feel like the event was kind of empty. So I uh, I got the best time, but I, like, barely out – or, like, I had touched the girl next to me who was a senior, which I uh, feel bad about, but – it is what it is. <laughs> I didn't really expect to win it again my my uh, junior year just because I knew that people would be flocking to the event mm-hmm. since it was such an easy win my sophomore year. Um, and that's what happened. I had uh, two seniors beat me. I had um, Michelle Chen and Caitlin Dorado. Uh, they both beat me in both events the same order. Um, both on my club team as well. Oh, They're seniors. <laughs> They're graduated now, but... Yeah, and I really look up to both of them. Like, I don't feel bad about losing to them because they're both really fast. Um, Well, so now they're gone this year. Did you kind of know that you were kind of the quote-unquote favorite then, or was that kind of the thinking going into the event? Um, Obviously, I saw the seeded times, and I did my research. So I was was a little bit expecting to win, but I I don't count my eggs before they're hatched. I, I, like, I have a little bit of superstition, so... Well, and we should point out too, you uh, you had a very good state tournament, by the way. So you won the the 100 butterfly, second in the 100 backstroke. Did you take second before first, or was, which race was first? Uh, the 100 fly was first. Oh, so you already had the championship yeah. by the time you okay. So that kind of eased the pain of taking second a little bit, or does it? Um, I honestly, I was happy to lose to Haley Weiler. I I didn't want to. And where's she, she from? She deserves it. She's um Kennedy Catholic. Okay. And, yeah. And then you and your your teammates go out and you took second in the 200 medley relay and second in the 400 freestyle relay. Let's give some shout-outs to them, too, because you had the same three teammates for both three juniors, correct, in those races? Yes. So um, who are you racing with there? Iris Cho, Julia Lorenzo, and Janie Rue. Um, they're my three teammates in both relays. They're both they're they're all amazing. They're they've worked so hard. They're all also on my club team with me. So we've just had the past like three years together, and it's just been, it was honestly kind of heartbreaking to swim that last race because it's the end of an era, you know. Is it more fun to to get a podium with teammates than it is an individual event? Uh, it's a lot more energetic. I feel like it's there's there's more like we bounce the energy off of each other so there's just like it's way more hype i can imagine well let's let's talk a little bit about your uh i want you to each kind of maybe go through and let's take a break oh we want to take a break real quick yeah, let's do that first and then we're going to have you come back and talk about your coaches a little bit i want to hear about your your coach at your school maybe also your club coaches because i know all four of you are very heavily involved in club we'll come back with more prep sports weekly on krko Looking for a better automotive service experience? At Chevrolet of Everett, we take service seriously. With same-day or next-day appointments, our service lanes are open and ready when you are. We offer $1 over cost on tires, and we service all makes and model vehicles. Discover a better service experience at Chevrolet of Everett, or schedule your service online at ChevroletofEverett.com. That's ChevroletofEverett.com. Chevrolet of Everett, a better experience. Part of the Harnish Auto family. I know it's hard to believe how expensive food has become. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret that your neighborhood grocer doesn't want you to know. It's the Buzz In All Day Breakfast. Choose any piping hot cast iron breakfast skillet, the corned beef, tsunami, or Philly cheesesteak. A great deal on a great meal, $14.99. There's 12 locations, so get in the car and head to the Buzz In Steakhouse, where you get a lot for a little, and use that money you saved to do other things. Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. 
At Ace Hardware in Lake Stevens, community is at the heart of everything we do. It's the spirit of togetherness and DIY magic that brings us all closer together. From lending a hand on your latest project to sharing tips and tricks, our store is more than just a place to shop. It's a hub where friendships are built and stories are shared. Discover top-notch tools, local expertise, and a friendly smile that's always there to help. Let's build, create, and grow together. Visit Lake Stevens Ace Hardware today. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks the and black black friday event is here find big savings like up to 300 dollars back on the purchase of two three or four select appliances and other rebates like up to 600 off on select electrolux ge appliances lg samsung and whirlpool products the best part zero percent financing for 18 months on approved credit that's no financing fees until may 2025 jet and black your hometown appliance store online at judblack.com offers available now through november 30th Prep Sports Weekly continues here. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. And, and I never would have thought about this, but they're, I've got the TV on here for Monday Night Football. Yeah. They're, they're all rooting for the Chiefs over here because Travis Kelsey, of course. There Taylor you go. Swift, right? Right, Mary? Right. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, hey, let's talk a little bit about your club teams and who you're swimming with and uh, get some of those names out there because, and we were just talking about it during the commercial break here, I think swimming just about more than any other sport, the time and dedication and effort that goes into it. The, the early mornings, the the late nights, and I know a lot of you, you know, hopefully, I guess I could say this because your coaches know about it. They gave you permission. But, you know, most of you are out swimming late in the evenings after and wouldn't normally be here otherwise. And some of you get up early. Mary, you get up at what time sometimes? Um, exactly 3.58 is when my alarm goes off. Three, to get into the pool by what, like 5? Yeah, so 3.58, out of bed by 4, out of the house by 10. Thanks, Mom. Um, <laughs> uh, and then in the pool by 5. And I should mention the two divers over here. You go down to Federal Way how often? Uh, five days a week. Five days a week you make the drive. So the two of you are on the same team. Do you? Yeah. Sammy, do you normally go together? Do you carpool? Yes, most of the time we drive together, yeah. And who else is on your team around here? Is it just the two of you or like, others? Just the, the two, two of us, us from yeah. up north. Everyone's pretty down south, more towards like the pool. It's dedicated. Yeah. Is, is it worth it, though? When you, I mean, when you get to state and you win a championship, are you like, okay, this is this is worth all that time and all yeah. those miles? Yeah, 100%. It, it definitely feels good when you when you finally win at it all that time and effort you put into all all your training and you finally trust it. It feels really good to win. Well, and Addie, we were talking a little while ago too. You actually took second last year. Yes. Now the the girl who took first is still in high school. She beat you last year. By the way, we should also point out your score this year was higher than hers last year. So I think you would have won either way. But <laughs> she's a friend of yours and also a teammate, correct? Yeah, she's one of my best friends of all time. I. I hang out with her almost every day now. So is it kind of is it a fun competition when you're when you're going against somebody like that when I, you're Yeah, definitely. We especially in club meets when we compete against each other, we're we're chatting the whole meet, we're listening to music together. We give each other tips before our dives every every dive. Nice. It's it's one of the most like fun friendships to have when you're having a sport even if you, they are your biggest competitor. Okay, I asked Claire this a minute ago and I want you to do the same thing, Addy, because I know before we talk club, you had a couple of other divers at Glacier Peak that had nice seasons too. Yeah. One of which we might be talking to at this point next year. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about some of your other divers from Glacier Peak. Um, so we have Claire Butler. She got third. She had an amazing season. As a sophomore. Yes, as yeah. a sophomore. She went in seated fifth and then she came out third and had amazing meet. Um, props to her. She just had the best meet I've seen her have all season. And there was another one that finished in the top uh, 12, right? 
Yes, Selma Boudreau. She got eleventh, tw- and she grown so much from last year. She got cut in the fir- in the top eight last year. And so making it into finals for her was a really big thing, and I'm very proud of everyone on the team. Yeah, top three out of 11 out of one school. That's nice. So tell me a little bit about your coaches. Give me uh, maybe some names of Glacier Peak and also your, your club. Yeah, um, my high school coach at Glacier Peak is Mark Hughes. He is one of the biggest influences in my whole life. He um, was my first ever diving coach, always told little story from seventh grade banquet when my sister was a swimmer she pointed me out to all the other divers and was like watch out for her she's coming for you and ever since then he has just been one of the biggest influences in my whole life sammy but how about you how about your uh, your coach over at murphy um my coach is jolyn elizabeth abby i think and um i love her so much she's like my favorite person and i know like a lot of like coaches can like ruin sports for like their athletes and i don't know like my coach is genuinely like one of my favorite things about like diving she's just so supportive and like she just helps me through a lot of things and like i don't know She's just amazing, and I'm so grateful for her. Nice. And, and now, where are you diving in? Now, are you actually at the Aquatic Center down in Federal Way at the yeah, King yes. County Aquatic Center? We're where, at KCAC. Okay, where the state championships held every year. Where the Olympic trials, I think, were held, yeah, right? Yeah, 2012. Yes. So now, who are you working with down there? I've, you've got uh, somebody down there with Olympic ties, correct? Yes. yes. Um, Kelly McCormick-Robertson. She, Her mom also competed in the Olympics, so first mother-daughter duo in the Olympics. Her mom did pretty well in the Olympics, too, if I yes. remember it. Very highly decorated. Yes. Very. So, what has that been like for you to work with her? Is that how much um, how beneficial has that been? Such an honor to work with her. Just and just being around her twenty four seven. She is the not just like the funniest person you've ever met, but like the best coach to be around because she also wa- she wants us to work hard and be safe, but she also very much wants us to have fun and have like just the best time at practice so we don't lose the love for the sport that we'd love. Claire, how about you? I know at Kamiak, you've got a coach who we, we've gotten to know a little bit. So uh, tell us a little bit about swimming there. Uh, Chris Erickson, he's uh, he's been my coach for four years. And honestly, even before that, like I knew who he was. I like He'd say hi to me because he coached my sister. Um, and he'd just call us like, oh, the Smiths, you know. Um, he's going to get to coach my other sister too soon, too, uh, if he doesn't retire. Coach Erickson, I know you're probably out there listening. we got to keep you around for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, got to coach my sister. Now, where, yeah. now where are you swimming in terms of in the evenings, then? Where are you going? Um, now? Yeah, like, are you club-wise? or? Um, yeah, club, uh, SSED. Uh, we're swimming, or at least I'm swimming, at Explorer Middle School, the pool there. It's uh, it's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, are you swimming with Coach Erickson there, or is it another coach? No, it's uh, my club coach, uh, Tom Party. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, from Seattle, so he. So you're not you're not putting on as many miles on the car anyway. It's kind of nice, probably, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a 15 minute drive. It's it's longer than Kamiak. Sure. Not not too bad though. You're not going to Federal Way or Bellevue or anything. So. Not an hour. <laughs> Now, Mary, what about you? Were you? Yeah, you had swimming right before you came here tonight, right? Yes, I did. So I uh, moved to my Bellevue Club team. This will be my third year on the team. So um, I still live in Snohomish, and I used to compete for a club team there. But then, like I said, about two or three years ago, during my sophomore year, I moved to Bellevue Club. And now, last time we had you on the air, two years ago when you won, Jenny Service was on here with you. Still your coach in, in Snohomish. Yes, and I've known Jenny even before high school, so to finish out this senior year with her was really special, and uh, there was a few tears between us at State. So, And now, what about your club swimming, Coach? Um, so that is Ab- Miss Abby Lou. She is just absolutely amazing. Um, she is like 
so knowledgeable. I think that's the one word I used to describe her is she has taught me um, more than I can ever imagine. Um, and she's helped me become the swimmer that I want to be. And I'm going to take so much of what I've learned um, into college. And it's definitely going to be really hard to leave her. And then um, my lifting coach, Ash Malad, has also helped me so much, you know, inside and out of the weight room and just believing in myself and really embracing like my height especially so yeah um you already know where you're going to college too right so tell us where you're going um i am committed to swim at university of pittsburgh so okay so you're gonna be a panther I am. Once a Panther, still a Panther. <laughs> That's from Snohomish to Pittsburgh. I like mm-hmm. it. Tom's over there, the Snohomish alum with a big smile on his face. Why Pittsburgh? That's a, that's a little ways away. It is. Um, so I went through the whole recruiting process, which was really, really cool. But um, I met the coach, Chase Kreitler. Um, he had, I got an email from him when recruiting opened, and I just fell in love with um, – him and and his goals and his visions for the program and then they had a really really great first year with him as this is his first year as a head coach or last year sorry was his first year as a head coach um for the Panthers and so especially the coaching staff was a big draw and then I think the school itself like for education for me it sets me up really well for what I want to do for education and job you know all that stuff in the future um and then obviously those facilities are just amazing in Pittsburgh and it is far away but my parents have been really supportive and um the city is just beautiful and so is the campus so very good. Now, Claire, you're the other senior here at the table. Do you uh, have any ideas to, as to what you want to do yet or still kind of thinking about it? I'm still kind of thinking. I'm looking in uh, in California. I've got my eyes on Cal State uh, Bakersfield as my number one right now. Um, but nothing set in stone. So Now, is there an outdoor pool at Bakersfield? I know yes. some of those California schools have outdoor pools, right? Yeah, it's a really beautiful long course. Uh, well, they've actually got two pools. They got one long course pool that they can convert into, I think, 18 lanes short course. And then they have another short course pool next to that. So it's, I'm really happy about that. Or I'm ex- that's one of my favorite features of it because I like having my own lane. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a little bigger than Explorer. <laughs> just, a, just just a, a little, right? <laughs> now, the two divers are, are juniors, but Addie, you already kind of have an idea, don't you? I, yeah, I'm verbally committed to University of Nebraska. Now, why why the Cornhuskers? Why Lincoln? Um, it was just, I fell in love with the coach there, Landon. He was just such an amazing like person to talk to. After my first call with him, I was like, this is where I'm going. Like I knew it in my brain. And then the facilities are over the top, the, some of the best facilities mm-hmm. in the country. And it I'm just, he just supports my goals and everything. And so I, and the team is such a good, such a big aspect there. The girls are so sweet. It is an all girls team, which is nice. And I'm very excited just to be there with all those girls. Cause the girls I was with when I was on my trip, they were all like freshmen and sophomores. So I'll be with them for about a year. Yeah, great campus and a great city too. Sammy, you, you got a year still to go. Do you know where you're going yet or still, still trying um, to figure that out? No, we're definitely, I'm still looking. Definitely want to go like D1, maybe like somewhere on the beach, but I'm not sure yet. Definitely. So, somewhere on the beach, though. So you got your priorities straight. You kind of, yes. you, want, you want some sunshine. Yes. You, you, and Claire, you, the rain. you and Claire might end up together somewhere. You never oh, know. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Miss Sammy likes to be tan. Yes, I do. Uh, hey, don't blame me there. Well, you're not going to get that around here, so you might as well start to look. Well, again, it's been a pleasure to have all four of you on. And like I said, uh, the number of state championships you've all four won. Second places, third places, and we should mention Addie and Sammy. 
We might have you back here next year doing this all over again. What do you think about that? Would that be okay? Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. <laughs> we'll, we'll carpool. There you go. They'll, they'll, they carpool all the time anyway, so they might as well. So, again, uh, congratulations. I know how much time and effort goes into swimming. And like I said, the, the families and your moms are here right now. And how much dedication goes into it from that standpoint, too, and your coaches and everything else. And so for the four of you, four locals here for us in Snohomish County to get state titles, uh, quite the accomplishment. So congratulations to each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. There you go. Today's show brought to you by Kia of Everett, Lake Stevens Ace Hardware Store, Dave & Buster's, Chuck Van Howling, Legacy West Insurance at Allstate, Glass by Lund, Marysville Toyota, Smoky Point Concrete, The Buzz-In Steakhouse, Chevrolet of Everett, the law office of Russell and Hill, and by Screen Printing Northwest. And who did we have on the show tonight, Steve? On the show tonight, we had from Lake Stevens High School, we had their quarterback, Colton uh, Matson. We had Coach Tom Try, Mason Turner, and Bryce Lisak. And then we just talked to – is that all we had on tonight? I'm trying to make sure yeah. I got everybody covered. Yeah. yeah. Then we just had our four swimmers in here, Mary Clark, Claire Smith, Addie Farman, and Sammy Mandeville, all state champions. There you go. And we will be back with you on this Saturday. We'll be at Lake Stevens as the Lake Stevens Vikings take on the Kamaikan Braves in the 4A semifinals. Afternoon game, 12.30 pregame show, 1 o'clock to kickoff from Lake Stevens Stadium. We'll have it live for you right here on KRKO. We're back with you next week, but we'll be on after the Silvertips game next Monday night. Silvertips play back-to-back games up at Prince George next Monday. So we'll have a show, but it'll be a little late. It'll be a little Don't bit forget late. Russell and Hill, Athletes of the Month, too. That's Give it. Give a shout-out. That's it. That's Steve. I'm Tom. Good night from Everett. KRKO Everett. K237GN AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO. Bet you're hard to get over. I 
If you're gone. K-R-K-O! 